प्रणाम नमस्ते सच्चाकाल रेडियो जिंदगी 1170 सुन रहे हैं आप सात बजकर चार मिनट ट्यूसडे का दिन थैंक यू फॉर लिसनिंग टू कैंडिड कॉन्वर्सेशन विद रेनो डिलन ओनली ऑन रेडियो जिंदगी जी हाँ दोस्तों दिस इज अ शो दैट कम्स एवरी ट्यूजडे सेवन टू सेवन थर्टी एंड बी टॉक अबाउट थिंग्स दैट मैटर विद मी हियर इन द स्टूडियो इज मिस रेनो डिलन जो कि है हमारी करता धरता लाइक अस एंड शी इज अव एंड फाउंडर ऑफ जीनियस किड्स इफ यू एवरी चाइल्ड के नीड्स डू नॉट फोगेट टू चेक आउट जीनियस किड्स और उनका वेबसाइट है जीनियस किड्स ऑनलाइन डॉट कॉम इफ यू हैव बच्चे बूढ़े और बहुत बूढ़े एंड जस्ट गिरिंग इफ यू हैव इनफेंट टॉर्लर्स और प्री के प्री स्कूल जो भी आपका आफ्टर स्कूल जैसा भी नीड है डू नॉट फोगेट टू चेक दम आउट दे आर द लीडिंग चाइल्ड केयर प्रोवाइडर्स अक्रॉस द एरिया विद दैट लेट मी वेलकम रेनू टू द शो हेलो एंड वेलकम हाउ आर यू गुड हैप्पी ट्यूजडे हैप्पी ट्यूजडे डिड यू वॉच द हाफ टाइम शो नो I don't even watch Super Bowl. Come on, seriously. Yeah. I no, thought no. you'd be the one rooting for the Niners. No. No, I was cooking. I was running around chasing after the grandkids from one room to another. Oh, so and, that's fun too. Uh, yeah, that was more fun. More <laughs> fun. Yeah. Did you watch Shakira and J Lo? Nope, I didn't. I'm very boring. I didn't watch the game. I you didn't, didn't watch, watch the game. game. Yeah. So there is this. I was more interested in the glob jam that were on the table that no one was eating, <laughs> and the other fried stuff. <laughs> But why I talk stuff. about that is because it's the, you know they were they set the stage I, on fire. I heard. I heard. Yeah, and and there are two sides of you know too much, and some people say too little. But today's our show is our. वो भी music के प्रति है. We are talking about another sensation, Bayria yes, sensation. Course. Actually, not Bayria. She is. Uh, she will tell you where she's from. Her when we get on air, but she's not in the Bayria. but she was a recipient of an award that we had for women empowerment last year all right so we'll yeah. get to that but why don't you tell us this year what does it look like when is the women empowerment show the women empowerment event is march the 21st uh, and thank you radio zindagi you guys are our exclusive media sponsor exclusive we rock yeah. thank you saba <laughs> neeraj thank you and uh, so we're really excited and we have a bipasha basu wow so every our, year you bring every a year we're bringing them hotter as they get so <laughs> we started the first year with the uh, shilpa shetty then we had uh, miss world manushri chiller last year of course the stunningly gorgeous shushmita sen and now it's bipasha basu but i'm more excited about the husband is coming with her <laughs> I forget yes. his name. What's his name? Karan something. Yeah, Karan? yeah, yeah, it's Karan. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so yeah. is so the, this event happens every year, and yes. you have with us today, who's one of the re- recipients of the Correct. award. So, tell us yeah. a little more about Sonali. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, before I talk about Sonali, going back to the event, I hope everybody understands the purpose is, you know, when we do women empowerment, we don't women don't need to be empowered. We are already empowered. But I really feel that it's important to have a evening where we can celebrate uh, women and and from all faces. So it's not just entrepreneurs. It's we have. a section for the young females as well for 13 to 17 and as well for the adults and uh, not just in business you do, don't have to have made a lot of money or taken a company public to be recognized right. you could be even a mompreneur which is one of our most uh, popular awards and for the young females uh, if you know your daughter or your sister or niece is doing something wonderful for the community or uh, doing something wonderful for, for herself and right. building a career we want to hear about it we want to give her a platform all right and on that note yes sonali was one of our recipients and i really start to her because uh, we talked to her last year about her journey and i thought it'd be nice to see what has happened since then so for those who missed our show last year um sonali is an indie alternative alternative pop artist she's been steadily working to take the music scene by storm and if you follow on instagram and facebook you'll see that and uh, after being forced into a two year hiatus due to lyme disease she came back stronger than ever and hit the ground running 
spending most of her time between South Florida, that's where she's from, and New York. Sonali has just finished a tour with Hollister and High School Nation. She shared a bill with Nick Jonas and Zed and opened for the headliner Pitbull at Florida's acclaimed Sunfest Music Festival. In addition to gracing the cover of South Florida's major publication, Lifestyle Magazine, Sonali is also subject of the documentary that aired on uh, JUS Broadcasting, which highlighted her Korean journey with Lime. So all these notable accomplishments have led her to becoming the 2019 recipient of the Cultural Ambassador Award, presented by, of course, the Women Empowerment, Shishmita Sen, at our function. And she's also a graduate of the prestigious Clive Davis Institute of Recorded Music. So the list goes on and on and on. She just released her EP Runaway in summer for 2019, and she hopes to use a platform to give another voice to Indian Americans in the entertainment industry. Wow. I mean, what more can I say? So on that note, welcome, Sonali. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Well, it's nice to chat with you. I haven't seen you for over a year, but I've been following you yes. on Instagram, so thank you. So um, before we even go into what you're doing now, I do want to talk about uh, the Lyme disease. So, you know, I didn't even know about that. So maybe you can tell us when did that happen? Did it happen before you got into music? Or tell us a little bit about that. So it's a very long story, but long story short, I've struggled with various autoimmune issues pretty much since I was 12 or 13 years old. I'm not sure if that was Lyme disease or if that was unrelated, but I didn't officially receive the diagnosis of Lyme disease until early 2017. And at that point, it had gotten really bad. I was I had just graduated college. I was living on my own in New York and had gotten to the point where I, I could no longer function or, or even do basic tasks. And then I ended up having to move back home to Florida to get things under control. I'm, I'm happy to say it's um, a lot, a lot better now and it's more manageable, but it is something that I still have to deal with and, and take into account. Did it affect your music a lot at the time? Yeah, absolutely. So for about two to three years, I kind of had to totally step back, which was really unfortunate because I had um, as you mentioned, I went to NYU. I was surrounded by all these fantastically talented people who have all gone on to do amazing things with their careers, and I was ready to do the same. I had just released an EP. It was doing really well, so I was getting ready to go on tour for that. So it was a altogether exciting time, and then um, this diagnosis came, and my health deteriorated pretty rapidly, and all, all that kind of got put on hold for a couple of years. And when you're going into this industry, especially if you're doing pop music, unfortunately, age really does matter and in time is of the essence. So it, it felt like a huge setback. I do believe that everything happens for a reason and you, you can grow from it as I have, but it definitely took a toll. Well, I'm so glad to hear you're getting better. So best wishes on that. Um, you. You know, going back, uh, a question you probably get asked by so many people um, Indian families want their children to become the boring engineer, doctor. <laughs> hey, know, hey, hey, engineers are engineers. boring. I have one sitting right in front of me. You know, well, we're business entrepreneur, whatever. And the last thing on their mind is, um, although people are changing their thoughts now, but still, um, I'm sure if, you know, uh, I'm, I'm one of those traditional parents who would have looked at the kid and gone, what music? How are you going to make money on music? Right? <laughs> Unless you're going to be in Bollywood. So tell me, um, what? when did you think that this is something you wanted to do? Because you're pursuing this as a career, right? Yes, I am. Um, it's a very cliche story, but when I was three years old, I marched into my parents' bedroom and I told them, I'm going to be a singer. And they were like, oh, you know, that's, that's cute. Um, like, yeah, you can take some lessons. Like, that's nice. But I, I meant it, and I have not gone back on my word ever since. That's cool. Wow. So you started by singing nursery rhymes to them in the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
yes, I used to sing nursery rhymes. I used to also force my parents and my grandparents as well to sit in our family room, and I would do these concerts of, of Britney Spears was my like all time favorite artist when I was five. So I would stand on we had like a ledge on our fireplace that I thought was a stage. So I would sing Britney Spears and just force everybody to listen to me. I'm sure they loved it. And I'm sure Sean and Sheena listening to this because they used to do that to me. So they put makeup on and everything, <laughs> and they would perform. But that's really cute. So then, when did you say, "All right, I need to do something a little bit more than just standing on the ledge at home in the by the fireplace"? When did you feel, <laughs> "Okay, I need to do something else"? I, uh, I I've I had always been interested in learning instruments, especially guitar. I think I started lessons sometime around middle or high school, and then I also picked up other instruments along the way, like piano, drums. I started songwriting, I think, right before I started college about then. So, you know, there's always so much more you can learn with music. And it's not also just the art of making it. There's so much that goes into the business side of actually wanting to make this a lucrative career. And to to be honest, I think I spend most of my days now doing more business and things than I do on the, the creative front. So the song that we're going to be listening to later on today is something that you've written and composed as well? Or do you write the lyrics or do you also compose the music as well? I write the lyrics and the melody and then I collaborate. You know, it depends song to song, but I I usually collaborate with one or two other people. Wonderful. So then, uh, so you didn't go to college to, what did you go to college to complete? Was it music or did you do something else? It was entrepreneurship, so it was a program in NYU Tisch, which is definitely music-geared, but a lot of the curriculum is more centered around entrepreneurship and production, which to me was really important because I didn't want to go to a conservatory-type school and take vocal performance classes or guitar performance classes because I feel like those are things you can enrich yourself in outside of school. I wanted to learn the business front and really have a solid understanding of that. And what about Bollywood? I, you know, I didn't grow up listening to a ton of Bollywood, so it's, it's something that I'm, I'm interested in learning more about, but it's, it's not something that I really grew up with too much. So you're not interested in venturing into Bollywood and getting into movies or doing something in India? Be the next Lisa Mishra. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the moment, no. I mean, so, so much of what I listen to is, is Western music, and it's what I gr- grew up looking at. I mean, to me, it, it's unfortunate that the Western entertainment industry doesn't have more representation of Indian Americans. That's finally starting to change in, in TV and film. But, you know, gr- growing up, there was absolutely nothing that's finally starting to change in TV and film. But in terms of pop music, I, I don't think that there's that one person. Like, like you know, p- p- uh, I want us to have that moment that the Latinos had at the Super Bowl two days ago. Like, I, I want that to happen for us. <laughs> and that's something that I'd like to work towards. Hey, when you get there, can you not forget us and send us an autograph <laughs> copy? <laughs> So, you know, um, you I'm, got it. You I'm got just it. curious to know that, um, so, you know, we all have these plans. We aspire, all right, this is where I want to be. I don't want to be typical. I don't want to be conservative. I do the same thing in my business. I don't want to be like everybody else. I got to do something different. And just today, somebody was asking me, you know, what makes you so different? And uh, I always have to do something different at my school. I just don't want to be the mom and pop. So my question to you is, but when you try and be different sometimes, it's very challenging, right? And uh, you're breaking into the mainstream. And as you mentioned, there's not much representation of uh, Indian Americans in the music scene. How do you feel you're going to break that that scenario? How do you feel you're going to get into into that market? When there's I mean, already, I, I, such, I know that know. this sounds like maybe an overly simplistic answer, but to me, it really is this simple. I think I just need to be myself. I think people are ready to see, you know, you know, people are are looking to see 
people of various backgrounds and various ethnicities, people are just looking for something real. So I, even if that sounds overly simple, I, I think that's all that it is. What about participating in these uh, competitions like American Idol and, and opportunities like that that could be a quicker route to discovery? Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought of that? I, I have. I, I get that question a lot. There are obvious advantages to it. You know, you're, you're put in front of a big audience and you get this big platform right away, which, which is fantastic. Um, there's also so many downsides, though, and for that reason, I, I've always been hesitant hesitant to, to partake in them, and I've also been advised not to just because you get wrapped into signing these really restrictive contracts where you can't really pursue other opportunities, even if you don't necessarily win, which I, I think is not really fair at all to the artist. And in, in addition, if you don't end up having a ton of success on that show, it kind of can sour your image when you ultimately want to try and talk to record labels and things like that. So there, there's a, a lot of gamble there, and I'm not really sure that it's worth it. So since last year and this year, what has changed? Where have you progressed since when I when we gave you the award and you got presented with Shushmita Sen? So and I think you sang at the show as well, right? Yes, I did. I, um, too, I right? sang one of my songs, Silhouette, which is actually new and um, I hadn't come out at that time yet, but it is on the EP that I released last summer, which I, I think is one of my most um, one of the accomplishments I'm most proud of from the last year um, because of I, we were talking earlier about my Lyme disease and having to step back from music mm-hmm. for a while. I had been releasing singles every few months or so, but that EP that I did last summer, which is called Runaway, was the first body of work, you know, and like, you know, full project that I had released ever since coming back from that break. So to be able to be in a place where I was healthy enough to do that was, it, it meant a lot to me. So that's definitely something I'm proud of. And, um, Beyond that, I, I kind of always had this goal to travel for my music because I think, to me, traveling kind of signified that I was I would be busy enough and have enough going on to warrant doing that. And for the first time last year, I really got to do that. I think I went to New York five or six times and just from summer to the end of the year, I got to co-write with some really amazing people in Nashville as well. And all that just kind of felt like a dream come true. That's wonderful. Well, what we're going to do now is we want to listen. We want to make sure the listeners can hear this voice, you know, and then put a voice <laughs> behind this person on the air. So we're going to listen to uh, one of the songs you've sent to me. And can you tell us a little bit about that before we put it on air? Yes, I'm actually completely drawing a blank because I kept debating. Other side, the the other side okay, of the moon. Other side of the moon. Okay, other side of the moon. Okay. <laughs> so uh, that one I um, I made with two uh, really wonderful collab- collaborators back in summer of 2018 in California. And it's basically a song that's uh, kind of about the state of affairs in the world right now. There's a, a lot you could say. And it just, um, you know, every time you turn on the news or get a new headline, it, it's just really overwhelming sometimes. So the song is kind of just fantasizing about a world where you could start all over without all of this happening. Okay, well, stay tuned. We're going to be listening to your song and we'll be right back. All right, this is Sonali. Take it away. Leave it all on the wire Cause the world is on fire You can't lie to a liar So pack it up, pack it up I'm not gonna buy it You can't keep me quiet Starting a riot Where no one cares anymore Where no one cares anymore 
brilliant stuff that was wow. so nali yes <laughs> other side of the moon how was that how did what did you think of that <laughs> <laughs> what did i think of it mhm Well, I mean, it's, it's my song, so I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wonderful. That's beautiful. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it was amazingly done. Very nicely done. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love performing that one live because everybody kind of has that reaction of not expecting it, so it always kind of catches people off guard in, in a good way. So I'm not glad you said that. Absolutely. Well, you know, Sonali, I really want to wish you the very best of luck. Um, you know, it's the reason why I brought you on the show is it's it's nice for uh, our Indian American families to listen to different kind of careers and encourage their children to do the same. So if you had to give one message out to all the parents out there who have kids at home saying I want to be a singer, I want to do this and I want they want to do something a little different from norm and the parents are sitting there going how are, how are they going to pay their mortgage <laughs> and am i going to have to support this kid the rest of my life and they have all these thoughts about well you know unless if you win one of these uh, big competitions you're not going to make it what is your advice to all those parents out there i would say let them do it you know you have to be practical of course if you've been trying something for years and years and it's not working and nothing is going anywhere you know of, of course be practical be responsible be smart but this world would be nothing without art um you know imagine a world where you went to a restaurant and there was no music playing there was no radio there was no tv shows no movies art is just as important and is so beautiful and instrumental in in helping people so it's valid let, let your kids do it Wonderful. Nice well, we, I'm, you know, kudos to your mom and dad, and uh, absolutely, and we wish you the very best of luck, and we want you to keep us updated uh, through Facebook and Instagram and all the other great ways of letting us know how you're doing, and we hope. You know, uh, like uh, Swati said, don't forget us when you hit big time. <laughs> see you at the next Super Bowl Super game. Super Bowl, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that'd be great to see an Indian American so performing at a, at a Super Bowl game. That would be awesome. Absolutely. That's that maybe one of the games I'll watch. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Sonali, for being with us. Thank you, Renu, for Thank bringing her. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. That was Sonali Argade. Beautiful. I think she uh, sounded really, really nice. Or tell me, what else is happening in your world? Uh, the school may catch all right. Other than well, what's happening in the world? All every time I log into Facebook, there's some statistics about coronavirus and and radio and <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Either somebody's eating, koi saap karya, koi bad karya, koi pata nahi kya kuch ho raha. You know, it's like I'm just wondering how, uh, you know, how much of this is fabricated. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there is a lot, you know, and uh, I, but I still the message out there is, you know, that everybody. has to be careful and we're being extra cautious the genius kids um, okay. simply because we have those little nanna munna you know 12 week old babies and uh, you know babies don't have immunity so you know my message to all the parents out there is is that um you know don't get ticked off if your daycare or your school tells you to stay home with your kid it's amazing how we get these angry looks you know when we call them and say your <laughs> child has a fever i have an interesting one to say okay you know i any kaiser doctors are listening out there i really want you guys to explain to me this concept i had a parent uh, who brought a letter from a doctor at kaiser mm-hmm. and it said you can your child can be at the school they're deciding what what the our schools can do child can be at a school with a fever of uh, Uh, up to 100.5 and this is the child under the age of 2 but the school policy is school policy right school they can policy. say the child is fit or not exactly. right yes but uh, they can say the child is fit but you know for us our policy is you have fever 99 and above yeah. you go home right. and but it's not just about fever what if you're throwing up 
What if you have an upset stomach, right? Those are signs of not being normal, right? Right. You yeah. need to go home uh, because you could be coming, as they say, you can have symptoms of it for about 14 days and yeah. then break yeah. into uh, yeah. getting really sick. But it's amazing how... I just don't understand why parents don't want to stay home. We're in the Bay Area. You can work from home. You log into your computer and your boss knows on the other side that you're logged in, right? Engineering? That's right. Yeah. Right? yeah. They know, but right? Then, doing your work? I'm trying to be the parents, parent here. Where, okay. you know, it's not easy. You go to, you have meetings lined up, you have a day planned and then schools are called up. I'm not saying you cannot, yeah, okay. right? So then you take the kid and then the kid wants you and yeah. so, you know, you have now to deal with that. reverse it. Reverse it. That butcha is having an upset stomach, vomiting, yeah. right? Screaming their head off and now what do the what do kids want when they're sick they want mommy right yeah they want, absolutely. and now they're in school can you imagine we have 12 others as well and how do you separate this one child yeah how no no it totally them? makes yeah. sense for you to yeah. you know if your child is not sick yeah. and it's, it doesn't help the your child or anybody yeah. else's child so i, I mean my logic is stay home that one or two days get them better yeah rather than send them to school where they get worse and then you end up having to stay home for a week, week. maybe yeah. Right? yeah yeah but we have to be cautious and so, coming back to your corona uh, topic because the flu flu season anyway yeah. so if you go to the hospital also, yeah. they are also treating you like you know kuch badi yeah. baat hai. Yeah. so I mean you see the seriousness around it so I guess and if anyone knows where we can buy masks from <laughs> non-available that's a good business to open really yeah. hospitals are just handing them out for free uh, in the hospital but what do you want to buy a whole bunch of them uh, home they I'm thinking serious Walgreens maybe a helmet helmet yeah. yeah but um, no just really everybody has to be careful and my message always as a as a owner of a daycare and I'm sure a lot of other uh, people that own daycares and schools are they feel the same way as us so we work really hard and it's not easy to take care of a sick cranky child yeah, so yeah. keep your sick crank, cranky kids at home and work from home or take a few days off and I'm sure your boss will understand you're in the Bay Area. Come on. Yeah, and priority, right? Yeah, what happens with that? Uh, your kid should be your priority, exactly. period. Yeah, right? period. and everything. Yeah, absolutely. So, I totally get that. Yeah. So stop coming in and, you know, do you want to get mad? But why are they taking out? Why? Because it's not your fault. They pick up the kid and have to go home, right? They're upset. Tell us about the story where people say, that you got to go to school. Oh, yeah. That's standard of everybody, but it must have come from your school. So can I keep it? I wish I could take it back. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't matter where it came from. Viruses are viruses, right? Yeah. You get germs everywhere. So, you know, we're trying to be cautious, try not to spread it. And that's my whole point. Yeah. So keep those buddy buddy anke to yourself with the Rekha style. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is really taking you off. We'll talk about that off air. <laughs> and until next week, uh, you have a great week. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Renu, for being here. We were talking about everything. And Sonali Argali was here with us. Stay tuned to Radio Zindagi. You were listening to Canada. Conversations with Renu Dillon. Stay tuned to Radio Syndicate JHL.